beautiful souls and welcome to the Find Your Feminine podcast with your host Carly Jade, where we discuss all things harnessing your menstrual cycle, trusting your intuition and letting go of limiting beliefs. I am a rapid transformational therapy practitioner helping women just like you all over the world find themselves, uncover their soul's purpose and live an abundant life fully in feminine flow. I am so happy that you've shown up today and without further ado ladies, let's jump straight into today's episode. Hello beautiful souls and welcome back to another episode. Hope you're well. Wow, what a week it has been. So where do I even start? My period was 11 days late. It has never been that late before since I've been off the pill. Even, yeah, I don't even know. It was so late. I took two pregnancy tests. I was not convinced that I was getting my period. Um, And it came on Friday. So I'm recording this on the Thursday, so almost a week ago now. And yeah, it was so insane. I went to two acupuncture appointments before that because it was late already. And then just decided to come 11 days after um, it was due. So that was really odd. But the, the more odd thing about it is when I was speaking on the podcast, I mean, sorry, on Instagram to you guys and telling you what has shifted lately and like yeah my period was 11 days late so it was sort of like that time where I was sitting and being like I don't know where I am in my cycle because I I plan everything everything in my life I plan it around my cycle and because it it was late I I felt so confused I didn't know if I was like yeah I was obviously just had I looked to your face that went forever um but it was really weird no PMS like no mood swings I was really happy it was just I was because I look forward to my follicular and my ovulatory face so much because it's oh so juiced up um I was just getting really impatient I was like I just want to start it now and uh yeah because I'm not on any contraception and I practice fertility awareness method and to be honest I've been a bit lazy lately um And my cervical fluid has been a bit different. It's been a bit hard to see when I am ovulating without taking my temperature. I need to do that again. Uh, But yeah, so thought I was pregnant for a bit there. Wasn't. And now it's been. And as soon as it came, holy crap, I just felt the biggest release. It felt like I was like a new person. It was really, really, really incredible. Um, So I'm really tapping into like this energy of being a magnet for my desires and everything that I crave in my life like every time I dance or move or move my body it's like this energy field running through literally like my blood like oh I can't explain it it just feels so amazing so magnetized so juicy um yeah it's incredible and if you follow me on Instagram, I made this playlist on um, Spotify and uh, it's on my link on my Instagram. I'll link it down below here as well if you want to listen to it. But yeah, feeling better than ever since my bleed, uh, which is great because I haven't felt this level of, I want to call it turned on. I haven't felt this turn on since like November. So when November came, I was like the most turned on I've ever been in my whole entire life for like the whole month. Um, and then I got thrush and then it just like flew everything off balance for me. 
and then there's a lot of shit going on um and although it was fine it was just like a transition like I said last episode and now I feel so much better um yeah so that's exciting what else is new what else is new Ooh, I know so I am creating a membership. I'm so excited for this. And within that, there will be a really in-depth opportunity for women to go deep with me one-on-one if they feel called to, um, and using the subconscious mind to reprogram your thoughts and to step into this juiciness of feminine power. The name is incredible. It's lighting me up right now. The name was actually developed by my amazing fiance, which is so funny. He um, randomly said something one day and I was like, that is the name of my course. Thank you so much. Uh, so when that all comes about, I will let you guys know, but I'm really excited for that. Um, just because I love empowering women. Like I feel like the how I'm feeling right now, like just becoming a magnet to everything. That's how you should feel. That's how everyone should feel. Life should be easy. Life should be full of fun and pleasure and play and experiences and juiced up people and just like everything that is so amazing like I think we get stuck in like our programming from an early age which is not your fault again this is what my work is being an RTD therapist uh we get stuck in thinking that we have limits on our abundance we have limits on what we can achieve a limits on what we can do as a career what we can bring in money wise what we can achieve in our or feel in our relationships with our partner or with our friends um, and with ourselves I think that's really important to say like none of this would be possible if I did not love myself then the amount of self-help and self-love work that I've done has been just insane like to be honest I feel like it's been going on my whole life uh, but yeah it, this like when people come into the clinic and they have because I'm very open about sex and all that stuff so I get a lot of clients that come to me for painful sex or they want to orgasm or they just want to feel they want to feel turned on and they want to have this like instant inultaneous like um like switch literally to turn them on for their partner so as soon as they write something to do with their partner in their intake form I yeah I when they come into the clinic I literally tell them that has nothing to do with your partner absolutely nothing to do with your partner I'm not even going to bring their name up (laughs) it's got everything to do with you um definitely if you're in a heterosexual relationship so male and female um if you are like in your magnetism you're turned on essence as being a woman literally like the men cannot they can't not be attracted to that it's literally like a magnet like as soon as I'm in my power our relationship, my, like my relationship with Matthew completely changes um, as opposed to when I'm not in my power. So yeah, uh, today I wanted to talk about a little about feminism. And before I start that, I'm going to listen back. So basically I've come down to my clinic space again, whoever follows me on Instagram, I love you. But uh, downstairs, my partner has created like a clinic for me um, so I can take clients in in person and then just like a nice little sanctuary where I can chill out all day and create beautiful things for you guys, including this podcast. But I'm the most impatient person in the whole entire world and I think it's a bit echoey in here. Um, so I'm really sorry if it's annoying. Just bear with me. I needed to be in a space that's like 
It gives me creativity goosebumps. I love it. I love this space so much. I'm just waiting on some furniture still, like my therapy bed and coffee tables and things like that. So that's why it's a little bit echoey because it's quite big with not a lot of furniture in it, but it's all coming together. I'm so excited. Um, and for anyone that is in Brisbane, Australia, uh, I will be taking bookings in the clinic um, from next week. So from the 20th, 21st uh, of April. So if you ever wanted to come see me in person, either on a weekday or a Saturday, let me know. But yeah, today's topic. So I want to talk about feminism um, or being a feminist. And some of my views on it all uh, today is a bit of a loose unstructured chat I was actually going to talk about trauma in the menstrual cycle but I've decided to talk about that next week um just because I don't have the mental capacity to talk about like all the hormones and things like that I don't really have the energy but I do have the energy for this (laughs) um so feminism so what I really love about how I guess feminine came about and again this is my point of view I know it would be different to everyone else's, um, but why I wanted to bring this up because when Matthew listens to my podcast, he often makes mention that he loves how I don't shame men or put the pressure back on men or anything else like that. And I never really thought of it um, as anything different, but now that he's brought it up recently, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I wanted to like delve into a bit of my view on it all. So if you think of like the pill, so obviously the pill came about in like the 60s. And that was like a really significant time for feminism or female rights um, because it was the first time that we could have sex as we freely wished and wasn't expected to, um, like we didn't have to fall pregnant every time we had sex basically. You know what the pill is for, I don't need to go into it. But that was really liberating for women at that time and I think that's amazing that we started to get more... um, power and equal rights were like at the forefront and obviously they're still there like and we're all still striving for equal rights but I will go into that in a second my point of view on that but basically I just wanted to sort of switch your perspective a little bit and put ourselves in the man's shoes and I just noticed like with the feminine movement and everything that's going on with that it's become like a witch hunt towards men and obviously with the me too movement and everything else that's happening in the world uh sexual uh, abuses at the forefront and i'm not taking away the pain that people have felt towards um if they have had sexual abuse in their lives from their partners or people close to them or from strangers i'm not taking away from that at all All I'm saying is we've put men in the same category. We've put them all in the same category as sexual predators and X, Y, Z. And I'm not kidding. I had to do my own healing around men. So much healing. So, so much healing. I could not trust men. I um, only saw them as like like a thing that can fill a void in me or make me feel special like it was more of about me but less about the other person um and also um I'm, I'm recording this whole podcast with my eyes closed I'm just like I'm just chatting to you guys you guys are like my besties um but yeah so it's become like a witch hunt towards men and I really don't like that because just like how there's bad women in the world 
Des fucking turned on beautiful women. And just like how there are bad men in the world, there is also incredible, empowered, supporting men in the world that want to be there for us and love us and all the other great, beautiful things. And when we put all men in this one category, uh, yeah, it's just like we're... I think we need to have polarity in the world. A world cannot be a world without polarity. We need good and bad, like uh, feminine and masculine. We need everything. We need light and heavy. We need everything. They can't be one without the other. And if you don't feel safe around men, so if you're sitting here and you consciously don't feel safe around men or in a man's presence or maybe when a man compliments you, or um, someone comes up to you in a bar, maybe. I don't, does that happen? Probably not since COVID. Never happened to me, I don't think. <laughs> um, but if that ever happens to you, prompts, let me know. But yeah, if someone comes up to you in the bar, like if you don't feel safe around men, you're not going to feel safe in your feminine energy. That's it. It's like, just like how we've got male and female in the world, we've got um, the masculine and the feminine. And... Uh, different identities in the world so whether you identify as male female non-binary everything in between that whether you identify as either one of them you're still going to either have a feminine feminine container or a masculine container you need you need both actually sorry you got to identify with more than what more one of them more than the other um but you're going to have both and um for example, in relationships, there is either like the supporter and enhancer and then the provider and protector. I'm going on tangents. I probably should open my eyes. <laughs> um, I'm just going on tangents. But yeah, I had to do a lot of reprogramming around my beliefs around sex and men. And if we look at in the office, for example, not the office as in the show, but just like in corporate in the corporate world. Um, I've been there for quite a while. I've been in corporate for about six years before I finished and um, I didn't really notice this because the men that I did work with weren't that great, to be honest. Um, they were probably more in their wounded masculine more than anything, but, um, just by watching things and judging, like, I just feel like men can't even be themselves, like in the corporate office because, or in life in general, because they're like literally scared that they're going to get a lawsuit dropped on them or something's going to happen. And it's like, um, it's really scary for men to even maybe compliment a girl and she takes it the wrong way. And then just anything really. And then I think also we forget that men have these problems too. So they have pressures. Like if we think about a baby, like a, a couple that are having a baby and the, the mother's pregnant and we give her a baby shower and we pleasure, pleasure, no, we, um, we give all the attention to the mom and the baby and blah, blah, blah. And quite often we don't even think about the man. We're like, oh, he's not giving birth. Like it's fine, but he's got his own pressures too. He's now, maybe they both had income before and now he's the sole provider for two people. Um, and if he doesn't have work, he's literally like, that's his one job. And if he doesn't have that, then he's can't support. Like that's a lot of pressure for one person. And I don't think we give them enough credit. Like they, for example, my man, I don't even know what I would do without him. Like every, uh, he just supports me in like every single way. And he is, um, although I'm becoming my own masculine container, that's 
that's happened that's taken a while but for so many years he's been my masculine container making me feel really safe so I have the opportunity to create and receive and do all the beautiful things that I am doing in the world so um yeah we need to empower our men and obviously if you are in a relationship with a man or you work with men um it's not like for example it's no it's no surprise that like the suicide rate for men uh, is way higher than women because men aren't taught how to share their emotions. Women are. We can talk about anything forever. We can tell uh, we can tell you how we feel, where we feel it in our body, what color it is, or what texture it is, why it's there, how long it's been there, um, everything. But for men, it's really, really, really hard for them to bring up their emotions because when men come into the world just like we're programmed to be pretty and happy and all the other shit. Men are actually programmed as well. And they're programmed that they have to be strong and they have to stand tall and they have to be, I don't know, good at all the boy things, cars and all the other shit. I don't know. But yeah, they are programmed as well. And when they are programmed that they can't, they're not programmed in a way that they can show and share their emotions freely. Like if a man cries or if a little boy cries, everyone goes over like, oh, you're right no, you're right. Stop crying. Stop crying. And we don't allow that emotion to actually physically come out of our body. Um, so more times than not, men will just hold on to their emotions, their trapped emotions, their just physical pain inside of them. And they don't know how to release it. It's like a pressure, like a pressure cooker. And they're just holding everything in. And at the last moment, that's why men take their own lives is because there's, there's no, there's not well there is but there's not a lot of help out there at the moment like like, there's a lot of helpful women and I love that and I that's obviously the work that I do but I just wanted to preface and just like give just give some love to our amazing males in the world and anyone that identifies as a man or a masculine um, energy as well and just say thanks like I think we often we think we have so many problems and all this other stuff and they're holding space for us. They're beautiful space holders, but I think we need to give them gratitude. So if you're a man listening to this episode, got you back. Um, but yeah, just, just understanding that we are not the same. And for example, like we have been fighting for equal rights forever. So my view on equal rights is funny because... Yes, I believe that everyone should have the same pay and the same respect and all the other things at like a corporate office, for example. I believe that and I, I'm totally for that. But I don't understand why we are striving to be equals because we are completely different. It's like saying a sunset is beautiful and so is a flower. They're completely different, but they're still beautiful. A sunset is not a flower. Like they're completely different elements. They're completely not identical, but they're still so beautiful. And that's why we need to sort of we need to look at the 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 female and the male, the masculine and the feminine containers in this world. They will never be equal, but. Do you know what's really, really special? That each of us have our own superpowers. And more so for women, we have incredible fucking superpowers that they will never have. Our superpowers are like beyond this world. Our intuition, 
Our intuition is very, very strong, ladies. We have a whole menstrual cycle. Like, how fucking crazy. Amazing. Like, think of a world where we could both use our own strengths and enhance the world instead of fighting for this fucking equal right shit. Like, it's... You can't, can't be equal. We communicate differently. We're from a different planet altogether. Like if you ever read Women from, um, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, great book. Um, but we're different. So it's just learning how to communicate together and enhance each other's superpowers and why we're here on this earth. And then we can live harmoniously. Like we need the polarity. I don't understand why we're striving for equalness. So yeah, imagine a world. I want you to put your imagining cap, cap on right now. So imagine a world where you're like in an office and whether you have a corporate job or not, you can sort of gauge this anyway. Um, but for example, if you were in like a marketing team and uh, everyone, all the men and the women knew where each woman were on their cycle, whether they had like an app where they could just check or whatever, it was all public. So maybe they'd be like, oh, amazing. Stephanie, Stephanie is ovulating right now. Um, did you want to take, did you want to do the live presentation instead of Paul? Because you will be way more magnetized and in your element and way more um, just like in your power. How amazing would that be? And then maybe if Melanie is on her period and she was scheduled to do um, some networking tonight, she could swap with someone that was ovulating or in the follicular phase to take off the load and vice versa like using this as your superpower because this brings more money in and more business and more abundance like once we acknowledge the innate power wisdom uh in our bodies like our whole life changes and i think it's not just women that need to know our cycles it's men too like as soon as my partner knew about my cycles it made everything so much easier we know when to plan things plan around things like because he can understand and read my clock and I can read my clock too, but the power doesn't start until we empower ourselves first. So I really invite you to get really um, just in tune with your body, even if you're still on the pill or if you're still in any hormonal contraception, you can still start sinking sort of, um, maybe with the moons and things like that or just logging down like your mood changes. But uh, imagine a world where we were using our menstrual cycles to enhance it. Oh, imagine a world where we had like the first few days of our period off. No questions asked. I remember one time when I was working in corporate, I text my boss, who is another female, and I said, oh, I'm having really bad cramps or something related to my period. And I asked for the day off. And she's like, oh, you can have the day off, but I'm not telling them it's your period. That makes you look weak. And I was like, what? <laughs> makes me look weak. I'm a woman and I have period problems that make me look weak. And that stuck with me like how fucked is that and yeah just because we have a menstrual cycle makes us look big anyway I haven't thought about that in a while um so I would just invite you to look at it a little bit differently how can you empower your man to be more in his masculine and how can he empower you to be more in your feminine and just like be able to be a polarity like we don't need to be equal no one needs to like we don't need to do everything equally and if he gives you a present you have to buy him one back and if um yeah I just things that need to be equal all the time and I think that's coming from being a, like a millennial like I think we grew up in an era where all that stuff was happening it was really at the forefront and obviously the younger generation now with the me too movement and everything like that so um yeah how can we use this to our strengths that's my real question for you today and 
like I feel like that a couple of years ago not so much now but maybe I'm just living I, I swear I gotta live in my own bubble like the other day because I have a little concierge job which is I don't know if you've heard but it's the best fucking thing ever all I do is go in and sit on the desk and I just work on my business the whole day and get paid so great so took took a little bit of pressure off um just bills and things like that but it's literally the best job in the world anyway um and it it opens my mind up a little bit more because uh lately I live in my own bubble like I feel like everyone is empowered and everyone has an amazing menstrual cycle and everyone does this and like I think I'm, I feel like it's groundhog day for me like I feel like everyone knows what I'm saying already and it's not until I go out of my way and like talk to some people at work um I realize that people still have this really old program and yeah I want to help them essentially so it's really nice getting out of the house and just like seeing society what it is um but yeah there's nothing just remember that yeah there needs to be that polarity I think I think I'm going around in circles now but I hope that has helped you like perceive both of them in different lenses because men are amazing men are beautiful they're magical like once you crack open yourself your man is like magnetized towards you like oh it's so beautiful like just to see it and any work that you do any self-help work anything any trauma healing just know that it's just for you but he's going to reap the benefits I don't I never want you to do something because you want him to do it like for example I recently did a lap dance course or just like a seminar And it was amazing because she started off by saying that this is, yes, you can do it to a partner or a boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever you want. Yes, you can do that. But that is not why we're here. Like we are here to empower you. You are doing this for you. You are coming in here for a an empowered experience. And she was explaining, Eleanor Hadley is her name, if you um didn't see my Instagram page, um, but she does lap dance essential classes around um, the southeast. And one thing that she said was, um, lap dances can be conceived perceived as like a performance, and it's not that at all. It is like an intuitive feeling, like it's just you being you and your power, and that is what is a magnet. That's what's attractive. It's not you giving a performance. It's a place of being embodied and empowered in your own feminine energy so I think that's all for me I've got a very very special and exciting guest coming on the podcast on Monday I'm so excited about it and I hope you're all excited for that um but yeah thanks for staying I hope hasn't been too echoey with me being down in the new clinic as I said before I am impatient and the pinnacle of impatient I am so impatient and I wanted to be in the space ASAP. So that's what I did. So hopefully you bed with me. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I would love to hear your key takeaways. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and don't forget to share this episode on social media and tag me at Carly Jade. Now go out and find your feminine.